Oh, hey, y'all. Welcome to another episode of Sakara Why. It's me, Sakara. You knew that? Who knew that? Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so we're back with another episode of season four, the parenting season. And something very unique is happening this season where um, the, the season will be split on a weekend. So this is somehow the first time that this is happening where... Um, July and August share a weekend and I think that is such a beautiful thing because we are transitioning into friendship for season five and how often are the lines blurred between our friends and our family so what a beautiful thing that next weekend we'll be covering a parenting topic and also covering a friendship topic and it's just like too much anyway so (laughs) So I'm here today because um, yesterday on Saturday, I kind of flipped it on y'all and I posted the episode with the guests and today I'm doing a solo episode because I wanted to sh- to save the last episode of the season for next week. Um, so this would just be me talking about um, one of the last issues that I want to discuss with you guys about parenting and something that is really important for me are my grandparents. So today we're going to talk about grandparents and we're also going to talk about new parents. Um, So yeah, so I have as most, well, I currently don't have any living grandparents. Um, And it makes me think of the Kendrick Lamar line where he's like, trick, all my grand, all my grandma's dead. So ain't nobody praying for me. I'm in your head. Um, (laughs) If you're familiar with the damn album. Um, So, I mean, that that's really something so I never knew I never knew my father I never knew any of my grandfathers I obviously met them before they passed but I was too young to remember um any of them I remember like trace memories or like when somebody tells me a story I'm like okay maybe vaguely somewhere in the back of my head I kind of recall um but my grandmothers were two incredible um Scorpio women and I just wanted to take a little time to show them their respect because they was some sharpshooting when I tell you they had tongues that were like knives okay because if they really wanted to get you they would get you you know what I'm saying but if they wanted to lift you up they would lift you up and they were really just a covering to me and they were just as much my mother especially my mom's mom was just as much my mother as my mother you know what I'm saying sometimes even more so I could have have conversations with my grandma and I definitely just wanted to take time to pay homage to them and um I mean it was it's just like an incredible extension of love and if anybody has ever really truly felt the um the love and the covering of your grandmother and that warmth um then you you have truly been blessed and I think it really made all the difference in my life and I want to say all that because grandparents are just not what they used to be okay <laughs> like I had to really even sit my own mother down and um my mom's a great mom but because she has younger children I had to tell her, like, look, I understand that you're still very much an active mother because my my younger brother and sister are so young, which we talked about um, on the second episode of this season. But you also got nine grandkids out here. Like, you know what I'm saying? And they are looking for that grandmotherly vibe. And I, don't, I think it took a little while for that to permeate. Like, for that, um, is that a word? 
<laughs> sometimes sometimes words come out and I'm not it's permeated word what's it mean I'm gonna google it after the show is over but sometimes I think it took a little while for that to resonate I know that's a word for sure um you know just to fully understand like okay I'm busy and I'm active as a mom right now but I also want to be a grandmom and I th- I don't know if it was like a shift because people started to have where you're 16 and your mom's 32 and your grandmother's 48 and your great-grandmother's still alive. And maybe, I don't know, maybe that had to do something with it where grandmothers were still young hot thotties and they wasn't ready to be grandmothers, you know what I'm saying? Um, nowadays, you know, grandmas is out here in the club. <laughs> Somebody post their grandmother on social media, she'd be looking kind of snackish, like, where's Gladys? Why are grandmothers not named... Like, my grandmother's names were Mary Louise and Octavia Justina Christina. You know what I'm saying? Like, where where are those... Where's Octavia? Where's Mary? Like, you know what I'm saying? Why is why your grandma named Nunu Cookie Sugar and Butterfly Juice? Like, I just don't even understand. I don't know. If your grandmother named Kiki, I'm confused. <laughs> like, can we even spend a night at her house is she making grits in the morning like i need to know like when i tell people my grandmother my father's mom my grandmother used to be up six o'clock in the morning with a pot of grits on one eye of the stove a lasagna in the oven um liver mush is happening liver pudding is happening like it was food was active you could you wake up to the sweet aroma of breakfast lunch and dinner all being prepared at once and if you didn't poop and she didn't know about it you was getting castor oil like i'm talking about southern home like i got both experiences because one of my grandmothers i was black i tell y'all all the time i was born in charlotte north carolina so one of my grandmothers was definitely a southern belle through and through my other grandmother was a slick city city girl you know what i'm saying <laughs> not a city girl <laughs> I got this my city mouse and my country mouse for my grannies. Um, you know, my other grandmother, she, you know, she was Newark, she was the Orange. Um, and so I kind of got best of both worlds and but they were both grandmother, you know what I'm saying? They were like in the church and that wasn't their life, their whole life. Of course not, but at the time when I got to really experience them as grandparents, um but that's not everybody's experience. I didn't know. I didn't. So when I started to see how some some of y'all was treating each other, when I got to learn and become an adult and see where everybody's lineage stems, stems from and who was the matriarch of y'all's family, it really started to give me more insight into why you behave the way you do. Like, F, I hear people out here cursing out their grandparents, fighting their grandparents in the streets, disrespecting their grandparents. The fact that y'all have to trivialize who should sit in your front seat your mother or your girlfriend says a lot to me about who was raising y'all and I think one of the key things that we miss that I missed about my grandparents um although I think my mother as she you know started to age and come into her own really started to figure out like what's that supposed to be and what's that supposed to look like to now i am the head of this truly the head of this ship and truly the matriarch you know it takes time that's a big big role to fill um but it's about understanding that i have to be the wise one and i can't use all of my feelings and emotions i have to use my learned 
past experiences to try and raise these children and to teach them kindness and softness and forgiveness. Like something I will say about my mom, about my grandmom and about myself that I don't have yet is to say like, I am going to put aside everything wrong that you did and just take you into a warm hug and tell you to lay your head on my bosom. You know what I'm saying? I don't have that yet, but I ain't nobody grandmother and I ain't going to be for a very long time. So I don't have to develop that skill just yet. But I can tell that some of you were not given that opportunity to say like, grandma, I effed up. And for her to say like, it's okay, baby, come get you a plate of food. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or my grandmother used to slide me money like we was in the mafia. I (laughs) give me a little kiss with the red lipstick on my cheek and then slide me $20. Most of the time it was $5. Slide me $5. I remember we used to be... I walked to my I used to walk to my grandmother's house all the time. She lived in um a senior home on Grove Street in East Orange. I used to walk to the house from anywhere, from Irvington, Newark, Bloomfield. It didn't matter where I was. I'm like, oh, I'm walking to grandma's house. Um so I remember I walked there one time, I had a scarf on my head. I had some um some shoes, but they were designed to not have laces. They was like you know, slip on sneakers. And um I get in her house or whatever. She like, No, you're not coming in here looking like some off the street scallywag vagabond kind of (laughs) she was going off with me (laughs) and i just don't feel like y'all have that nowadays like you don't have somebody telling you like this this is not how i want you to present yourself to the world or this this is not the person that i know you are deep down inside and no shade because i'm not even about to involve myself in this whole bonnet debate because i actually feel differently about the whole thing but for to to hear somebody who i know who i knew truly loved me through and through give me advice i knew it didn't come from any place of malice because even when i was at my lowest low um i could go to my grandmother and kind of tell her my issues and she would be like let me make you a can of tuna like you know what i'm saying (laughs) And one of my grandmothers was a cook, like she had recipes and she had like a world famous cheesecake. And my other grandmother, not really a cook, not, not, she wasn't really chefing it up, but she'll boil you an egg and make you a can of tuna. And (laughs) you know what I'm saying? And it was love in every bite either way. You know what I mean? And just to have that experience with them and to reflect on it and to share those stories with my son and then to see him forming that relationship with my mother. Like, you know, I just think about like, oh, this is my mom, you know what I'm saying? And we've kind of grown up into who we are now together because when my mother had me, she was still in her 20s. So we became the women that we are together. Um, but for my for my son, that's grandma for him. You know what I'm saying? They was over there beading, doing little bead artwork. And I'm just like, if this is not the most grandmotherly situation I've ever seen. <laughs> and and um, so, yeah, I mean, shout out to the grandparents out there. I did not want to end the parenting season without showing them some respect and extending some love in their direction. I know not everybody. And it's sad that our grandparents are not living long enough to be in our lives the way that we that we need them to. I think as a community, we don't have enough people who have been around a long time to say 
I am watching history repeat. Let me give you some guidance so that you can make different decisions so that here's a little bit of what we did that worked, but here's a little bit of what we did that didn't work. You know what I'm saying? We don't have enough people saying, put the gun down, youngin. Like, you know what I'm saying? We all, and like I've been trying to really push and let people know this is why I really mix the parents and parenting season together is because y'all, we it now. We the parents. We are the parents. Our parents are the grandparents. We now have to be the leaders of for the next generation. We have to be the ones that's moving with a little bit more sense. The ones that's taking out the life insurance policies. The ones when you see two kids scrapping in the street, you say, son, you don't got to do this. Like, you know what I'm saying? We have to. We have to. I don't know. Maybe nobody did it for you, but we have an obligation now that we get we 30, y'all. We 30, we 40, however old you are, like we, it's our turn now to, we, as we build ourselves to also remember to reach back and bring up the younger ones who are looking to us as an example. And if they see us just out in the street or blowing money or living fast every day because we want to be outside every day though, like I think it's really important for us to explain to these children that there has to be a balance. You know, there has to be some sort of balance like, yeah. I'm outside, but I worked hard to be outside. And that's the part of the the, the story that we kind of miss out on sometimes that grandma can kind of tell you because you ain't seen grandma leave the house in three weeks. Like, you know what I mean? Grandma got the moo-moo. You guys, my son be in the moo-moo. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but yeah, I was just really, I really just been reflecting on my grandparents. Like I said, they were, both my grandmothers were Scorpio women and um, they were just loving and nurturing and you know, really wise. And I just remember them talking and me being fortunate enough to listen and hear a lot of what they had to say and teaching me how I should treat people. And um, I appreciate that for them. And it it didn't necessarily um, land when they told me, but when you plant a fertile seed, it has no choice but to produce life. And they planted a really fertile seed in me. And when I was ready to receive that message, it has planted life. And now I have been granted um, the the ability to talk to people, right? to connect with people and to do my best. I'm not always, I don't always get it right, but to try my best and to do my best in meeting people where they are and, um, and trying to extend some love to them and, and some forgiveness to them. So that, and to say like, all right, all right. Um, I was on a trip. I was on a trip with all my friends and one of them kept messing up in a game we was playing. And, um, my one friend, my cousin, she was like, it's all right. You effed up everybody f's up like if that, like and we all laughed at it at the moment but that's like that's kind of what we all need to hear sometimes and that's some grandmotherly ish um so yeah i can't speak on grandfather so much because me no me no me no i don't know um but i will speak on my so my grandparenting experience definitely came from my grandmothers and for those of you who are mothers and fathers now and you turn to your parents and you really start to form a new relationship with your mom through your the relationship with her ki- with your kid cuz now she's mom but she's also grandmom um you really get to see and we complain like oh you you treat your grandkids different than how you treated us but what a beautiful thing 
you know, to be able to love on your kids and then give them back to their parents. <laughs> so I wanted to definitely touch base on the grandparents. And I just wanted to quickly send a message out there for all the new moms out there, um, for all the new dads out there, for all the new parents who are just coming into parenting as we close out the parenting season. I just want to emphasize the importance of a tribe and a village. And sometimes all the villagers in your village might not necessarily have been the person you needed them to be to you, but they might be the person your child needs for them. Um, I think it's really important that we extend some grace and some forgiveness to, like I've been saying, our co-parents. Um, They might not always get it right, but don't come in between the relationship that they should have with their children. Open the door and listen to the advice of the elders in your family and in your co-parents family. Um, I would say use your discernment. Trust your gut. Um, What other advice would I give to new parents? Uh, Because at this point, I know so many people who are just coming into parenting right now. Um, Yeah, trust your gut. Follow your intuition. Um, if something doesn't feel right, speak on it. Use your voice. Your child will not always be able to form the words, but you as the adult, they're relying on you to use your voice to speak up for them, um, to say what needs to be said, you know, open your heart to receive more love. Okay. That's definitely one thing that I would say a hundred times. Okay. That's one thing I learned when I became a mom, like, all right, you can't do this by yourself. I have no other choice but to ask ask for help. And then when somebody is trying to give you help, receive it. But, I mean, it's, it's a challenge being a parent because you can't just pass your kid off to anybody. You can't trust everybody. Not everybody has good energy. But, but you just have to know the truth when you hear it and know love when you feel it. Um, and I, I give, give yourself a chance. Um, not everything's going to be perfect. We don't live in a perfect world. And if we did, we wouldn't learn anything. So give yourself an opportunity to learn new things. Learn yourself in a new way because you're going to change so much. Um, Learn your kid, you know. Don't expect for them to be perfect or to have everything right. Give them an opportunity to grow. And if you ever watch Clifford the Big Red Dog, the best way to grow a dog from a regular size to gigantic is to just pump them with love continuously. Um, So, yeah, that would be my advice to all of the new parents. I wish you all the best. I know it's tough out here. Y'all having kids during COVID. I didn't even let nobody touch on my son. Um, like lay eyes on him. I didn't even let anybody lay eyes on my baby until he was like three to six months, <laughs> but he was born in October. So I felt like right after I had him, it was cold outside. I took him, his first outing was to shop right in East Orange and it was like November or some December, maybe even he had the cutest little outfit, but, um, yeah, you know, just be, be safe. Be as safe as you can. I know the times are crazy. People losing their jobs left and right. Finances are funky. You know, you don't want nobody touching on, breathing on, coughing on your kid. um, Just because of the way the world is. But don't raise them in fear. Because fear is an energy and that energy um, as an emotion. As an energy in motion. It's an already activated energy. And it it will grow things into your kids. That's another thing that I will say. 
even though you don't think that you are speaking ill of someone or treating somebody poorly or saying things out loud, children are very receptive, especially infants, newborns, babies are very receptive to energy. So where there's hostility, where there's fear, where there's angst, where there's unresolved um, issues, children will soak all of that in and it can sometimes manifest in different ways maybe the child is spitting up constantly why is this baby spitting up all the time um or maybe the baby is ill or maybe the baby is rashy or maybe the baby is unsettled or just fussy you know it's because they are reading and living off literally living off of your energy I was just having a conversation with my friend today because we did family fitness day with our sons in the park and we were running around with the boys and doing exercises and we had our weights out there and we were talking about breastfeeding and how just the thought of your baby can produce milk out of your breast and it can you know have make you lactate and um I was saying That's one of the physical ways that we can see how our thoughts and emotions create things in our bodies. But I don't think we realize that even the things that we don't see, even if it's not milk, you know, staining your shirt, every time that we think and feel things, it it has a reaction in our body and in our lives. So just I just want everybody to be conscious of that, especially for the new moms, as you are holding a beautiful vessel for the new dads as well, as you bring in new life, um, that you're just really conscious of your thoughts and your feelings and what energy you're emitting to your child because they are connected to you in every way. So that that's that's my rant for today. I really enjoyed that. Um, thank you all so much for listening. Thank you for coming back. Like I said, next weekend, we'll be doing a half and half. So it'll be the season finale for the parents and parenting season. But it will also be the season premiere of the friendship season. So it's going to be a nice twofer that you guys are getting. And we're going to have another guest, of course. And um, I'm really looking forward to it. And I'm excited for so much to come with the podcast thank you so much for continuing to reach out to me to have dialogue with me to listen to share please continue to share the podcast follow me on instagram at sakara y um my personal instagram or my business instagram page at saki certified um it used to be my personal page but the business just kind of took it over it's rude um and yeah more blessings more favor more prosperity in all of our lives okay i'm speaking that and i'm giving that to y'all um But yeah, bye, y'all. Bye.